Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's make the best of it. get started with this week's episode can i just remind you to please 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 review share and subscribe to the directory of a dream life 50 plus podcast on whatever platform you listen on and if you want to plan to make the rest of your life the best of your life take a look at www.gurgleit.com forward slash my best life and find out about my best life journal and workshops. Welcome to episode 32 of the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast. This one's called, What am I supposed to do with the rest of my life? And you'll understand the relevance of that title when you hear my interview with Kathy Eckhart a little later. So, If you're listening to this podcast on the week it goes out, it's the first week in January. And not just any January. Not only is this the first week of the new year, it's the first week of the new decade. It is January 2020. And the celebrations are all over for another year. So how was it for you? Mine was a fairly quiet Christmas and New Year. Well, as quiet as it gets with my grandchildren and my two daughters and their husbands and families. Now, Boxing Day, that was something different. And I've renamed that day as the day the Christmas presents turned nasty. Here's why. Because I'd just been thinking what lovely presents I'd got this year. All very appropriate and the kind of things I would have bought for myself. So... I stood on a chair in the kitchen to hang this gorgeous wind chime that my sister had got for me. And as I stepped down, I got my foot trapped in the cord of a Selfridges bag. You know, had the bright yellow with a black cord handle. That had contained my secret Santa at the dinner table. I couldn't shake the bag off my leg quickly enough when it got stuck. So I had no option but to fall backwards, flat onto my back from standing on the chair down onto the hard tiled floor of the kitchen. The chair landed on top of me. I was winded, but I was fairly all right that day. But ever since then, I've been really struggling with pain in my chest. So I'll see how it goes. Anyway, I survived so far and I spent the new year with the girls and went to my sister's cottage in the Lake District on New Year's Day when we saw a rather spectacular sunset. So that was a lovely, positive start to 2020. Let me know how yours went. As I mentioned, my guest this week is Kathy Eckhart from Jamestown, Virginia in the US. We had a great chat and it was quite a long one as well. But this episode is a shorter version because we did have quite severe signal problems. I've edited it, obviously, 
And there are just a couple of words that aren't quite clear, which I've left in to keep the sense of it. But I think you'll enjoy it. Cathy talks about her defining moment when she realised that she needed to find out what it was that she's supposed to do with her life because it wasn't what she was doing at that moment. So first you'll hear this week's life hack and then we'll go straight into the interview. Enjoy. Here's this week's handy life hack. And this is particularly relevant if you're listening when this goes out in the first week of January. Here it is. Start the year with an empty jar and each time something nice happens, write it down on a note, fold it up and pop it into the jar. Now what you write can be anything from big events like moved house to got a compliment today. Someone said my skin looked very clear. It can be anything. Write it down, pop it in the jar. Then, on New Year's Eve, empty the jar and read about all the lovely things that have happened. It is very satisfying. For sure you remember the big events when you look back over the year, but you forget all these little things and they are the lovely ones. Try it. My guest today is Cathy. Eckhart, have I said your name correctly? You certainly have. Good, good. That's a start. <laughs> and Kathy is in the US. And what made me want to interview her and have her as a guest on the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is that I came across her Facebook group. And it is called, very enticingly, the I'm Not Finished Yet Club. <laughs> I thought, how fantastic. So, <laughs> Kathy, it's lovely to have you here. And do you want to tell us where that came from and how you got to where you are now? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Go all the way back to the beginning. I, I guess I should share that for very many years, I was successful in a direct sales company. And so probably because I was so satisfied, I think I overstayed my time, my expiration date a little bit. And uh, I realized that I had a longing inside of me, like I had a sense of mission, that there was something else I was meant to do, but I was doing well. I mean, life was good, so I didn't pursue it really hard. And yet it kept getting stronger. And uh, finally... One day, I was actually in a situation with my company in Dallas, Texas, and this is kind of a defining moment. I looked around, and I just realized that it was past time for me to, to go on to something else, but I wasn't sure what, and it was just such a defining moment, and so then I started asking myself, okay, if this isn't it, then what am I supposed to do with the rest of my life? Right, I love that. <laughs> and to answer that question for myself first, and then I noticed as I was getting a, a handle on that, people were coming to me asking the same question, or they just seemed to be popping up. They know there's something more, a bigger game maybe they're supposed to play, but they weren't exactly sure what it was. Mm -hmm. And if they did know, they weren't sure how to do it. And uh, so actually, I look back at what I'd done for so many years, and I realized what I did during that time that I loved most about it, and what I was most effective at doing was coaching. 
facilitating small groups. I worked almost entirely with women. And I thought, well, you know, I love doing that. I was good at that. And I thought that that was what I should do full time. So I've begun to, the more I can answer that question for myself, the more I'm able to help other people as they go through that. I also find though that sometimes even when they know what it is, they have a lot of resistance to going for it. Yeah, because we've all got these limiting beliefs and, and a lot of doubts and, and, and old habits. Sort of, I've always done things this way. And it, you specialize in, in pulling that creativity out of people, don't you? In fact, it was when I started thinking why I love what I did and why I was actually good at it, I realized that we all have gifts. We all have things that are that maybe we might do better than somebody else, more meaningful to us, so that we come naturally to. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know exactly what mine were. And um, because they were good at it, you know, they didn't recognize their own gifts. And I would yeah. look at them and sometimes and I think, did she not see how brilliant she is? Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, I think our self-confidence disappears, how doesn't it? she and doesn't know yeah, already? Yeah. That I get goosebumps now, even thinking about it. Like, um, to kind of expand on that, might have been recently published. You probably are aware of it. It was called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Are you familiar oh, no. with that book? No, um, I'm not. Oh, my gosh. I recognize when I read the book that that's where I was and help other women to do. Go take that big leap. And I'm still leaping, you know, it's not something you necessarily do (laughs) at once, but, um, but recognizing that you're there, that you're comfortable. And often there's, we have to give something up to gain. Yeah. Yeah. But the the time in the middle can be scary. It's like the gap between here and there. And, uh, so it's a transition. I was going to say, and recognizing that it is a transition. I mean, I always say I'm a work in progress. I've made an awful lot of changes but I know there's a lot to improve still. And you do, it's yeah. just, the, I think, a, a generational thing that we have a lot of self-doubt. And where we are now is a transition because you might be finishing your, what your, was your career. You might, your children all might be leaving home. Nobody needs us anymore. And we, we can, this is, our time it's our time to go back and find out who that girl was that we left behind <laughs> and and that's or, or even develop a whole new personality <laughs> exactly we can reinvent ourselves any way we yeah. please when we get to this point yeah but we're so used to doing things for everybody else don't you find yes. that to be true it's like oh, sometimes yeah. we put our priorities at the bottom of the pile yeah yeah people pleasers that's what we are. <laughs> but you know, you said generational, but I've actually found that uh, it, it affects us at every generation. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I started working a few years ago. I, I um, There's something, I, I work in a college town and, and about a year and a half ago, it was taken over by Osher, which is also in our country, at universities all over the country. And it's geared for people 50 and over. Right. And, and uh, like every is free, you pay a small registration and that's it. You can take up to eight courses or one-time classes. So I thought, you know, I'd like to see what's going on with uh, most of the people who come to the classes I've done. Are, I'd say the bulk of them are early to mid-60s. Right. And the thing about it is I just wanted to try because I thought, you know, there, there are people in that class who are at a point where they're already thinking about leaving a legacy. So at all these mm-hmm. different ages and stages, 
we're all making yeah. different transitions. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and yeah. I, I was the same way. I, yeah. I put off for so long. I kept saying, well, I'm not ready yet, you know? And, and, uh, we, and so we wait. Mm-hmm. And we wait, like the time is going to magically come. We get yeah, like the one day. It's going to be green. You know, I, I just laughingly say I kicked them out of their nest, you know, uh, lovingly yeah. kicked them out of it so they can fly. <laughs> but um, I think once we do something that's a little out of our, our comfort zone and we're successful at it, even if we're not, we say, I to take the next step and the next step. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just having the wherewithal to to try things isn't it and try new things i i know you're familiar with the imposter syndrome mm. and where we no matter how much we achieve we keep thinking it was a fluke mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah. and, and yeah. but you know it was just sort of a lucky accident we fell into it we don't really give us credit they're yeah. going to find out i'm not yeah. as good as they think i am that's know? right yeah and uh, we think oh anyone can do it if i can uh, do it anyone really can do it thing. yeah well, I tell them if one person has done a thing, one person has done it, then you know it can be done. Mm-hmm. If it can be done, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can do it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, they call it, don't they, the, the Roger Bannister theory yeah. or whatever. As soon as he broke the four-minute mile, everyone was doing it. Absolutely. But until he did it, until it, everybody realized, oh, it is possible, nobody would do it. Yeah, it's like when he accomplished that, he actually created a whole new field of possibility. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So do you teach through um, these classes or do you do one-to-one sessions or? Mostly I I love doing small group facilitations because I feel that we augment each other and there's a big connection. Um, I'm doing a workshop in, in January that I've done before and I'm calling it Jump. 2020 jump into your 2020 vision right. and it's a two-day it's gonna be a two-day workshop i don't have all the particulars yet it'll be mid-january talked about jumping from our zone of genius uh, our zone of excellence our comfort zone into our zone of genius what's holding us back and it'll be fairly small because i want i want i like women to be able to feel that they can be vulnerable yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's just large enough to give everyone support to know those people there who have their back, but at the same time be comfortable to share yeah. in conf- and know it's totally confident and safe uh, yeah. in that small group environment. But I do yeah. work one-to-one also. Right. Yeah, I agree. Small groups are, are more, I think there's a so valuable for everyone, as you say, because everyone gets something from what you're saying and, and you might feel oh yeah I I wouldn't have said that but oh my that's what I feel you know it's it it does it gives you a sense of belonging doesn't it and you're not you're not weird and you're not strange for thinking that it's happening to other people too yeah it normalizes it you know sometimes helps mitigate some of the shame because shame is one of the big things that blocks us and and it can be shame over little things like not having a clean house and then we find out yeah oh my god you gotta be kidding you don't don't come to my house yeah yeah (laughs) can you see into my house by the way we feel embarrassed about about things sometimes yeah (laughs) (laughs) right kathy's got (laughs) x-rays oh so if if 
anyone listening wanted to work with you, what could they do to get in touch? Well, um, KathyEckhart.com takes them to my website or BiggestBoldestDream.com could take oh. them to my website. I, need, I want to ask you a question I ask many of my guests and that is if you met the teenage Kathy now, what would she be proud of and what would she say, mm, I think we should, we might have done that differently? Oh, okay. What would she be proud of? I think she would be proud of the fact that, first of all, I persisted. There were times when I didn't have confidence and I persisted anyway. She, she didn't even get a driver's license, even though her mother gave her lessons. Right. <laughs> she hid when the instructor came to take her for her test. <laughs> so she, you know, she was not a very confident person. She did not, she was shy. She didn't step out there a lot. So I think she'd be shocked. I think she'd be very proud of the fact that she got past some of those obstacles yeah. that were holding yeah. her back yeah. for such a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, what would she have wanted to do differently? Um, not a whole lot, really. You know, life, we're always in such a hurry to get someplace. Like the next place, the next phase is going to be where we're headed. Yeah, so yeah, I, like I'm, yeah. I'll be happy when kind of thing. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I, I wish I, if I could do it differently, still work toward my goals, mm -hmm. but enjoyed every moment to the yeah. fullest. At yeah. that instead, instead of thinking there was something better next. To the, yeah. So like when you're 15, you want to be 21. And when you're 21, exactly. you know. <laughs> <laughs> And now we're, um, whatever age, um, <laughs> we're realizing that, like you say, we should have paid attention more. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Oh, one thing I forgot to ask you to tell us, and that is whereabouts in the US are you? I'm on the East Coast in Williamsburg, Virginia. Ah. Williamsburg is it's where the it's where America started, actually. I live seven miles down the road from where the first permanent English settlers landed in this country really? in Jamestown. Wow, how and that was the beginning. Yeah. yeah, and they moved. They moved like seven miles down, eight, ten miles, and uh, we're three miles from Washington D.C. So that's kind of where we are. Ah, right. I get you now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. We have actually recreated a, the town that was here four hundred years ago. We oh, have right. Rockefeller came in and he he tore down some of the newer buildings. We have all the original buildings. Now, I live on the outskirts. I don't live in the colonial part itself. I'm a couple miles away. But, it, yeah, yeah, it's like stepping back in time. Yeah. There's oh, wow. still the schoolmaster still walks through the town and calls the children. And Oh, wow. So it's like um, a living, it's, it's a living a history. colonial town. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Living history. Yeah. Oh, right. I've put that on my bucket list. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> well, I look forward to that. <laughs> oh, Kathy. So, if you let us have all your your links, just remains for me to say thank you so much. I know we've had problems with the sound, and I will edit it to the best of my ability. And that's almost it for another week. I just want to mention that the two day workshop that Kathy talked about 
is going to be in February 2020 and links to Kathy's website and Facebook group are in the show notes. Before we go, there's the answer to last week's quiz question and this week's quiz question, of course. And I have to say, if you are one of my fellow role-playing actors and you know me quite well, you're going to know the answer to the question. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. The answer to last week's quiz question is Charlie Chaplin. If you want to know what the question was, you will have to go back and listen to episode 31. Now for this week's question. Which popular British biscuit was created in 1908? Remember, don't Google it. Have a guess. And I'll tell you the answer during next week's episode. The Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden, and it's available on several platforms. So please keep listening. There are links below in the show notes. And you can also follow me on Facebook. The page name is Marsha at Gurgle It, which is M-A-R-C-H-I-A at A-T, Gurgle It, G-U-R-G-L-E-I-T. Or you can have a look at the website, gurgleit.com. There are links below to the website and to the workshops and the journal. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at or leave a voice message on here with details of your topic. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.